Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 204. We have now done as many episodes as the caliber of 204 Ruger ammunition, which was, at the time of its introduction in 2004, the highest velocity commercially produced ammunition. Yeah, it's wow. done a lot then, but but since then, it's kind of fallen off, right? It's, yeah. yeah, not nearly as what, what has it done for me lately? <laughs> yeah, Ruger. <laughs> well, I'm assuming they released a, a .205 in 2005. Do you pronounce the dot? I'm not a gun person. Uh, you're not it's a, a gun person. It's pers- a duo, 204 yeah. classic. Oh, Really? Okay. Say, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, as they've gotten rid of that model, they bring it, brought it back as 204 Classic. Are you really? <laughs> I believe that. Are you a gun person? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this I is? I can't tell if you're. Li- I don't know your lying face well enough. Uh, I picked it up. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that just whiz by, this week we're talking about the Svelte 104 minute movie Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. Currently in theaters now. Uh, so when you're hearing well, this, maybe not by the time this episode comes out. I can't imagine it's doing well. Uh, there were three people that saw it with us today. <laughs> yeah, you were also on a weekday matinee showing though. In the summer, and it's a kids' movie. Yeah, it's 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 like doing half the business of the first one. Ah, well, that's actually kind of a fun math thing. And then the th- <laughs> third one will do half that business. And the key is there would never be zero audience. <laughs> I don't think they keep on making the show, making the movie after that. Like they're they're just like, no, it's not worth it to have like it's one half Zito's of a person. It's Zito's movie sequel, Adox. You have to let it happen. This episode is sponsored by AudiblePodcast.com/slash Read It and Weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a trial membership, you can get a free audiobook of your choice, and you support our show, and you keep both those things, even if you cancel your membership before it charges you. Also, if you want to force us to read or watch anything of your choice, you can go to read-weep.com right now. Click on the green dollar sign in the upper left-hand corner, and you can sponsor an episode, and we will cover anything of your choice, including Percy Jackson and the One Millionth Sequel, which has one person (laughs) exactly watching it. Go to read-weep.com, click on the dollar sign, and sponsor an episode today. Now, let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Sleeping L Falcone. He's not sleeping. He's just dead. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll bring in the Golden Fleece and bring him right back to life. <laughs> at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, here are some of my friends. First of all, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California currently. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. You know, Alex, the Christians have a guy who can do this trick in reverse. <laughs> now that's a god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy who still wishes he was drinking. <laughs> Stanley uh, Tucci can't drink at a kids' camp. Stanley <laughs> Tucci is the light to even if you're the god of wine. That's that's a dick move. So so uh, to fill everyone in, uh, Stanley Tucci is now in this one. He's Dionysus, uh, who is in charge of the yeah. camp, and, and he's Zeus. the god of whining about not getting enough at, but alcohol. But um bump, yeah, because he can't get any, <laughs> which is terrible if you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, it's good in the long run. He should have had like he should have had some like godly. Uh, Twitching, some like, some major tremors, <laughs> some serenity prayers. <laughs> well, I like that he's he's uh he's cursed to not be able to drink, uh-huh. and he's also cursed yeah. to be in another teen movie because he could have moved on to harder drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck in this kids movie. Also joining us, he's at C Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington, for the time being. It's Mr. Chris Smith. 
Oh, hi. Hi there. No, 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 no. I wouldn't call myself racist against Cyclops. I just think that they all are the same based on how they look, and I hate each and every one of them. That's... is. Oh, that is racist? You're not oh, okay. our kind. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. No, what if I just spray you with <laughs> yeah. a chemical that makes you look like our kind? To that our That would face. make me feel better. Yeah. I think that would make you more accepted. Yeah. Chris, the daughter of wisdom and racism. <laughs> and, and really surface-level racism. <laughs> I mean, in her defense, I really hate the centaur, and that might be racist, too. Yeah, no, because you hate everyone, everyone who's more than one species, which is also messed up. But I, I am, yeah. I am a human species purist. Here's the thing: I wouldn't <laughs> mind if it was like, if you, you know, like the way you like breed like a poodle and a Labrador to get an adorable Labradoodle, where it's like the mix. Okay. That's great, where they share genes. What I wouldn't be okay with is if you made a Labradoodle by cutting a poodle in half. And cutting a lab in half and just squishing the front and the back halves together. That's that would not be how they make centaurs, creature. for the record. That's not that's not the centaur process. What, almost what, positive. What's the process? Look at him. He uh, just abruptly stops and then there's a horse body. Here's the process. Magic. <laughs> okay, so he I mean, cutting people in half is a classic magic thing. That's just <laughs> it's magic cutting them in half. That's all it okay, is. Good point. Good point. Also joining us today, first time on the show. He's at Nick Baird on Twitter. Nick Beard? Baird. It's Baird. Baird. It's Baird. I got it right and then panicked anyway. <laughs> I, actually, I like the, the tagline for, for Nick's like, on his shirt. says, it's Baird. <laughs> it is a quotation marks. <laughs> he's uh, in our Portland studio today. Uh, he's at Nick Baird on Twitter. B-E-A-I-R-D. Nick Baird! Yeah. Hey! That's and that's the spelling of my name. And it's this really, is when it's you a, say a great. line. Oh, uh, oh yes. Uh, this is... This is that part. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not cool to bogart on somebody else's quests. I'm going to tell you that. It's true. He, yeah. he was the cool one because he used words like bogart. And yeah. it's, hum- he just Humphrey laid it bogart, out there. Humphrey Bogart, a little known fact, finished off the last bit of everyone's quest. And they <laughs> <laughs> so that, that we've already given you little hints at, at the plot, but we actually want to get the whole thing out of the way before we start talking about it. So, Chris... Yep. You're our resident summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones. Today, I would like you to summarize as if your dad was Homer and your mom was Morgan Freeman. What? <laughs> Which just, Homer? Just the, well, uh, the, okay. the, the one that recited tales very well, and Morgan Freeman yeah. recites plots really well. He does. You are yeah. just a god, like you're a demigod among narrators. That joke might have been a little complicated. <laughs> yep. Chris, I'll also accept it if you just do it like... The, sh- the book, but everyone's like five years more attractive now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Percy Jackson, only man to climb through Charybdis and come out dry. <laughs> that was a really good one. Uh, All right. Come so, out dry is a terrible phrase, though, for the record. <laughs> oh, God. Don't make me think about it. <laughs> so, he came out in a boat of semen as well. <laughs> Still talking about Charybdis, right? Still. <laughs> All right, so Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. Uh, so let's say the Greek gods are real, mm-hmm. and they're still around, and every once in a while they deign it upon themselves to have sex with humans and produce half-blood children. For, uh-huh. for the record, um, they, they kind of glossed over the sex part. They were just like, sometimes they make babies with humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes when a god and a human woman love each other enough... <laughs> yeah, and then they send other. their kids off to camp. <laughs> yeah, well, or vice versa. Right. Wait, uh, the, there are some goddesses also getting down. 
Yeah, yeah, there are. So Percy Jackson is the son of Poseidon and his human mom, uh-huh. and he has superpowers based around water. He feels uh, better around water. He can heal if he's hurt. If he touches water, uh, he can swim and not drown and do all this other stuff. Okay. <laughs> he might all have gotten kids, that from his mom too, or just swimming lessons. Yeah, swimming lessons. Uh, Those are hard, guys. I'm still not yeah. great at them. <laughs> anyway, so every summer, all of the half-blood kids go to a summer camp on Long Island, uh, and the monsters attack them, I guess, or they mm-hmm. go on quests or, or something. Anyway, the tree that is normally the protective shield around camp gets poisoned by a traitor named Luke who looks like tiny Kevin Bacon. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, he totally does. He does. Um, and so the quest is to go get the golden fleece from Jason and the Argonauts mm-hmm. to go to like put it on the tree because the fleece can heal whatever it touches. The bad guys want the fleece to resurrect their chief bad guy, who's Kronos, the the first Titan, this evil guy, father of Zeus and, and all them, who was slain. But if they resurrect him, you know, bad, bad, bad things will happen. Okay, but like so, good, bad for them. Like I guess yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand why the guy was surprised when Cronus rose from the dead and ate him. Like he was. Yeah, this the first thing, was thing they introduced. Gods. About, yeah, the first thing about Cronus is he's so bad he eats his own children. Right. And then this guy's like, Cronus, I rescued you. I'm your great grandson. And Cronus is just like, Ooh, a snack. Yeah. I don't know but, how you didn't see that coming. Well, yeah, children, yeah. not grandchildren. <laughs> you spoiled. Uh, that's true. Like, no, because like sometimes, sometimes no, the food parents skip a generation. So that's yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, they got to go on this quest to go get this golden fleece. So there's uh, Percy, uh, who is the son of Poseidon. Mm-hmm. There's Annabeth, who is the daughter of Athena and functions as the girl in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, Grover, who is half goat and functions as the streetwise black guy. Yeah, the, he's that sassy goat friend. Yeah, sassy goat friend who does, uh, you know, like, gives everybody, like, lots of high fives and, and you know. Just talks about bogarting things. Yeah, and how it, how DC is full of white men in power. Mm-hmm. And um, Ooh, zing. Yeah, I know. And then, as a special guest star, there is uh, Tyson, who is Percy's half-brother, who is a cyclops. So he's the son of Poseidon and uh, a nymph or something like that. And he used to live in the woods, and he has one eye. And people don't like him because they cyclopses are monsters. But Tyson's a good dude, basically, is, is the thing. So anyway, they all go on this quest, go get this, this fleece. And it's being guarded by another cyclops, the big one from the Odyssey. They get it. The bad guys snatch it from them at the last moment, put it on the remains of uh, Kronos. They have to fight Kronos. It's a big deal. They win, and they save the tree. It's really just a, a pretty pat thing. There's some monsters along the way, but it's basically a movie where I think you're skipping this really important part. Thing. Chris, you're skipping this really important part where the way Kronos moves, his foot breaks apart and reforms on the ground. It doesn't sound like a plot summary to me. No, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was one of the only cool things happening, so you really got to dwell on that a little longer. Because well, he, he's so old, it's like before foots could hold together. Is when he's before <laughs> foots. Yep, before foots could hold together. Yeah, that was an important stage in human evolution, guys. He's that old, yeah. Uh, very frail, made out of lava rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you could skip that, Chris. That is an important part of this movie. Listen, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a video game from 2005. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... You know, there's also this, uh, what is her name, uh, Clarice or something, yep. the daughter of Ares, um, who uh, is also there. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, it's basically just like, look, some Greek mythology. It's an obstacle or it's a helper. And then they just go on their quest and they right. move along. That's it. Here's and, your, and that's the movie. Here's your one thing that'll help you out one time later and then you'll throw it away. And here's another one thing that'll help you one time later and then you throw yeah. it away. Oh, man. That pissed yeah. me off because like, okay, right? So they have this like matter D whatever like tape. Yeah, they have, yeah, they have this magic tape. tape gun that if you make a closed geometric shape, it will... If, like dissolve or disintegrate anything inside that shape. Yeah. So so Nathan Fillion gives gives them uh you know, Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. Nathan Fillion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is fucking just Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion. But which is awesome. But no. So they have like they're like they have this like deatomizer tape gun, mm-hmm. and they're like, huh? Here we are next to the monster that we have to destroy in like a sarcophagus. Why don't we deatomize him now? All right. I didn't want to get into this this early, but since we're here. If you did that, there would be some very awkward issues with the third dimension. Because if you just draw a tape circle around it and it def- and it gets rid of everything in a... How deep? Yeah, how and deep, then, how like, tall? And it goes in a straight line. Eventually, it'll come around the spherical Earth and dissolve you. Yeah, or yeah, the... Step to the side, though. <laughs> well, but what... I, I mean, in, in the in the universe, being infinite, it would, it would grow as it came out, right? It would have to balloon out and then mm-hmm. everything is gone. No, the universe is finite, dude. No. Yeah. I disagree. It's finite and expanding. It's not infinite. Well, but what's the universe in? Oh, God. Tape. Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) Let's stop this. This is all inside Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) Anyway. Should you go far enough? You get Neil deGrasse Tyson. I have two points. Number one, that magic tape seems like it would be dangerous. There would be unforeseen consequences. (laughs) And number two, we already have a thing called magic tape. (laughs) (laughs) It's magic is that you can't see it very clearly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just a little bit opaque. It's magic because that's really hard to get perfectly smooth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, so we're getting we're getting too far ahead of ourselves now. What we need to do is we need to pull back for just one second. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. You guys, it's very important to our show. It's called the compliment sandwich. This is how we prove that we are fair and legitimate criticism. So, before we go any farther, we need to compliment Nick, new Nick, Nick two, as the uh, Baird, uh, Nick Baird. Uh, Nick Vowels. Anyway, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. All right, lay it on us. Uh, I'm I'm glad that screenwriter Mark Guggenheim finally wrote a screenplay that lives up to his name, Mark. <laughs> uh, they're gonna, someday they're gonna make a movie so great it goes in the mark, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> There were there were some excellent credit names. I don't know if you guys hung it. Like the director's name was Thor. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. This movie was directed by Thor. Uh, Thor Freudenthal? Like it's yeah. Thor and Freud and it's about daddy issues. Yeah. So I feel it's pretty fitting. It was so good. I also like cuz Thor isn't there a new Thor movie coming out? Yeah, he could yeah, always a new one. Thor movie coming and out. And so that movie was directed by a guy named uh, Brad Fastix and <laughs> Anyway, they, they're all, like, everyone's directed by another movie. As, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> if you'd let us make this a video podcast, mm, your head shake That would actually quickly. work, but instead, nonverbal I, doesn't work. I'm also I'm, not looking at the screen. I'm should. kind of impressed, guys, that you were, like, either, like, so bored into your seats that you didn't move, or, like, just really, like, interested in the whole movie experience that you want to stick around for the Actually, credits. the credit sequence, and this is true in a lot of crappy movies, was really neat. They're like it, it, they, you were swimming through a sea cave, and then the names would like f- be down in front of you, yeah. floating. It was kind of cool. 
Right. Well, you know, there's this old Greek saying that the first freedivers said. Uh, <laughs> when you're swimming into an undersea cave, you, just read you the should really name. stay for the, for the co-producer credit. <laughs> right. All right. With that, Chris, I'm going to let you take the second major compliment. What is your thing? Oh, sure. Um, so my second major compliment, or my first compliment, as it were. Um, it were. Yes. Is, is that um, the movie starts with this, like challenge that the campers are all doing which is trying to climb to the top of a tower and steal the jelly center from a donut or uh-huh. something like yeah. that yep. Yep. and uh yep. and it seems like a dumb challenge it's basically just a spinning tower Wipeout could have done better right but and how what i really yeah what i really like about the challenge is that it punishes the uh campers for trying to sabotage each other because like these rods and if you push one in another comes out and I think it's actually really smart because the demigods, like the immortals, are always being selfish and fighting with each other. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was like a nice little theme there. It to was like start in on. Also, it reminded me of what a great show Wipeout is. Oh, it's so good! I love that show. Oh. It, it reminded me what a great game Foosball is because they had the rods were a lot similar. You know, push in one yeah. side, comes out the other side. Foosball's yeah. a great game, guys. Yeah, yeah, and one of the best parts of foosball is when you push too far in and it pokes your opponent in the nuts, and then you have an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how that's how we demigods play. <laughs> demigods are cruel. Yeah, that's what they were. actually the thing. The thing that would have made this better is if they had just during that same competition the wipeout guys just making fun of them because that's oh, what yeah. makes that show so, so much good. Uh, all right, as what's your major compliment? Um, I mean, we already talked about Nathan Fillion, but there's another uh, Joss Whedon, uh, I guess, uh, alum. Uh, oh yeah, in uh, Giles from Buffy, uh, yeah. was the uh, Tony Head. Yeah, was um, was the uh, the centaur who Alex is racist against. Oh, I've got some um, feelings yeah. about him. But well, yeah, he I was mean, played by Pierce Brosnan in the first movie. Oh yeah, oh, right. and he, he had insufficient him. gravitas. <laughs> well, I. I was like, how did I how did I miss Giles the first time around? But that's how I missed. Yes, him. how you, yeah. he was dressed as a better actor. <laughs> well, so here's a fun thing. Uh, because as we said, uh, they have half the audience per, for each sequel, and so what they have to do is they have to have half the budget. So each movie, they're going to get lower and lower named actors. Huh? So what you're saying roles. that two uh, Tony heads equals one Pierce Brosnan? I think he's half of a Pierce Brosnan. Huh. Yeah, which is pretty good because Pierce Brosnan had a pretty good career. The, the question yeah. is, what is half of a Tony head? Uh, what show is half of Buffy? Like an Emmy well, arm, maybe? How about just one of the guys from Wipeout? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, uh, as a centaur, he had a standing desk. That's something I really paid attention to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been asking for one at work. Yeah. I haven't gotten one in six months. But if you had a horse butt. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, but maze the butt. With magic, uh-huh. if you're going to be making potions all day long... You gotta make sure that you're not tiring out those elbows. Yeah, and, and also, yeah. right? Horses probably like to eat a lot. Uh, you don't want to kill that metabolism by sitting down. No. <laughs> Although you can just imagine him with a food bag tied around his face, <laughs> as I often do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My so my major compliment is this. Uh, so there's they're in the sea of monsters, or the, or the guard of the sea of monsters. They get swallowed by a sarlacc pit monster of the ocean, and they are uh, and they're alive in his stomach. Uh, which is made out of like uh, uh, it's made out of like colored glass, I guess it looks like, 
And uh, anyway, they're on this boat, and Percy says, what happens now? And then the mean girl says, exactly what you'd expect in a stomach. And they both turn, and then there's a giant mustache. <laughs> and that That's is what I think. not what, what I expect. In a, <laughs> exactly what you expect to happen in a stomach. Well, I was expecting a duodenum. But instead, there's this giant mustache. That eats people, or smashes people. Yeah, I right? guess it smashes people, which is not... It's a smashy stash. <laughs> It's a must smash. I don't yeah. understand what that is supposed to do. Here's my compliment. Uh, my compliment is actually to Mary Roach for teaching me that it's not really possible to survive in the belly of a whale, which she did in her new book, Gulp. Wait, for how long, though? Uh, More, I mean, I'm sure you could for like 30 seconds, right? For very short. Well, because whales, uh, you haven't read Gulp yet, but whales, they chew with their stomach. So they swallow you whole, and then the stomach just smushes Get, you. Guys, can we can we dwell on how great Smashy Stash was? Yeah, what do you want to, what else do you want to say about it? I just want like a Do you want a moment know, of silence like, for it? Yeah, I, I want well it's also like the moment I, of the, smashing upper I, lip hair. Do you want us to all say pip pip in favor of it? Yes, that is what I want. I didn't know until now but I want that. And pip 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 pip, pip. Hey, so for the next thing we want to do, uh, we're going to play our normal game, our hate game. This is the opposite of the compliment game where anybody can say anything they didn't like in any order. Uh, today, we're going to go on a hate-stickle course. Uh, and as Chris mentioned, you can push the things through and poke the other person in the nuts. So it's one of those kind of hate-stickle courses. Yeah, not poking kind. So in any, yeah. in any order, what's something you did not like about this movie? <sighs> All right, I'll start. Well, you were too slow. I'll start. Here's okay. the here's the thing about centaurs. Uh, oh God, this again. Okay, here's the thing. I've said There's a lot. Of, be a new thing about how you hate centaurs. It all is. Right? It is because I've complained a lot, but I have I totally overlooked the fact. Uh, <laughs> better that be new. He would have a horse butt. So his top half is this classy, bevested, gentle creature. Yes. But you have to also remember the whole time he's at camp, he's walking around with just giant horse poops falling out of him. As okay. he's walking. I'm going to slow you down there right there. It's true that they do fall out. Okay, but Alex, uh-huh. horses do not poop, like, constantly throughout their entire lives. Have you ever watched a parade? No, they're boring. Why would I do that? Well, cause yeah, but the horses, they it's, it's not that they poop all the time. They just poop unpredictably. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying no, about Chiron. Like, walking around and like, oh, looks like another one. This is what I'm saying about Chiron is that he's wearing that really classy vest. And has to be like, oops, there I go again. And then just walk around camp and just, your teacher's pooping randomly. I don't think he'd be like, oops. I would think he'd be like, yeah. That's how you do it. (laughs) That's what Pierce Brosnan's Chiron would have done. Yeah. This new Chiron isn't (laughs) confident enough. Oh. Horse poops, you guys. That's a new one. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) I'll give you horse poops. (laughs) Gosh, some what of the monsters in this one. Uh, yeah, so speaking of some of the monsters, there's the, there's the Fates, which are played by three comedic actresses who drive a taxi cab. Mm-hmm. One of and which they is Shirley actually, from, uh, from Community. Yeah, the middle one was Shirley from Community. Huh. But terribly huh. written, mm-hmm. where they say things like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, uh, that was one of several cringe lines in this movie. Like, yeah. there were so many cringe, like, let's just throw a cliche in and, like, something that kids will like. Hey, like are let's you not try to make Guggenheim these. Guggenheim here again? Cause I yep, <laughs> sure are. He really marked it on that one. <laughs> I, 
I do think it is time to retire. Oh no, she didn't. I don't oh, know yeah. what should replace it, guys. Maybe I'll take like suggestions from you now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Certainly not. Oh snap. Yeah. No. Or, or oops. Yeah. Because like if the horse poop yelled, oh no, you like, and then the horse was like, oh no, I didn't. That would be different. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of fun. <laughs> Or have like a denial ex- about yeah. about what you did. Yeah. Like or just oh, nope. sorry, I think that was my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I we'll take suggestions at Facebook.com slash read it and weep with yeah. what you should replace oh no she didn't with. Mm-hmm. There yeah. were several cringe lines and there were a couple of times where things were like okay. Like I thought like there's this might have been written by warring factions. Where one oh, of them yeah. was the worst and one was pretty fun. Because like they did acknowledge that the uh centaur or not the centaur, that the Cyclops would have terrible depth perception. They caught yeah. up with that reference we made last week. Yeah, but the only person who made that reference is the person who's explicitly racist against Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm not sure we can take that at face value. Well, that's true. Alex no, just identifies the people who are racist against mythical creatures. It's not yeah. mythical creatures. It's specifically half and halves combined. Yeah. Like, so obviously, you don't like your half and half. I, do, I don't like... If they were all mixed like a Labradoodle, they would just be adorable. It's yeah. the halvesies pressed against each other. Yeah, uh, I have a coffee shop hate. Okay. okay. Uh, so in, in, this is one of the terrible writers uh, who was trying to be trying to make a funny. I think. Sure. Uh, so uh, Grover, the disgusting creature, walks into <laughs> a coffee shop, and he orders like I'm going to say a bunch of coffee words at the same time. But what he ends up ordering is a no whip latte with half caffeine. Well, yeah, but a no and whip latte. Lattes are always no whip. You don't put whipped cream on lattes. Well, he I think he wanted to preempt the question cuz sometimes they will well, ask, they "Do will... you like whipped cream on that?" Not on lattes. Nobody does that. And you don't have to mm. preempt everything that's not going to be on there. Like he doesn't have to order a no horse poop latte. He doesn't have to... <laughs> There are plenty sometimes of things Sometimes a horse will poop in it. Like <laughs> like a half calf no whip latte. Hold the horse poop. <laughs> or like half poop. Can and could you make that 102 degrees? Thank you. <laughs> Other um, hates? I, I got a hate on just inconsistent powers, I mm-hmm. guess, generally. It's like every, like, I don't know, every, like, 20 minutes or so, Percy remembers that he can do stuff with water, and then, like, after that he forgets. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he was super bummed that the boat engine dropped, and he forgot that moments earlier he had made the ocean just move him wherever he wanted to. Yes. Yeah. I was totally pissed about it. And, like... Was moving faster also, right? Like yeah. He fat, caught up he to the boat. Up, yeah, he uh-huh. caught up to the boat by using the ocean. Why doesn't he just use the ocean the whole time? No, he's like, but he's got that thermos. Well, they have that, that one-use thermos that they <laughs> totally used once. The single-use the single item, the single use, um, MacGuffin. Did you realize yeah. that like most of the waste in like our landfills is MacGuffins at this point? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> At least fifty percent MacGuffins. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's re- get a recyclable MacGuffin, guys. They're releasing yeah. a lot of gas. Half of it is used rubber gloves, and the other half are used expired mythical objects. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is only useful for part C of my quest, <laughs> which got bogarted last week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Humphrey! <laughs> oh my God! Did you notice that these heroes are just as stupid as they are in the books? I actually thought Percy was played way less dumb. Oh, yeah, he could not have been more dumb. Well, Annabeth was played way dumber and more useless she was, yeah, yes. than she was in the book. But it, the heroes, basically, like, when Tyson comes back and there's literally a god wreaking fucking havoc around them, uh, they spend, like, maybe 30 seconds bro-grabbing 
and just saying how much they mean to each other. Oh, that was the funniest moment, right? Okay, so <laughs> instead of just taking the thing that was five feet away off the other area, yeah, yeah, and then like you would have stopped them, but yep. instead there was a big explosion, right? And like, the, yeah, it, remember this? Like, there's a Futurama like gag when like there's um like two police officers that were like hugging a lot, and they're like there's like crime happening behind them, and there's like. Maybe we stop more crimes if we didn't hug so much. <laughs> <laughs> they would have stopped this whole thing had they not just hugged it out. Yeah, yeah. But they're always bro-hugging uh, because uh, that's what Humphrey Brogart would have done. <laughs> <laughs> Humphrey Brogart. This ad was required but not approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, we also own Audible, in case you were wondering. We now return you to another adventure of Space Shark. When we last left our hero, he was chasing the dastardly pirate lion across the Atlantic Ocean. I've got you now, pirate lion. Your crew has abandoned you except for your parrot. And you can't steer this ship on your own. Besides, I can fly on account of my space boots. Curses! I really be outmatched in this fight. You have space powers, and I be just a lion dressed like a pirate. He can't even handle this cutlass with this hook puck. That'd be quite enough, pirate. Just stand still while I tie you with this space rope. Arr, not so tight. Now it's off to my moon jail with you. No! Space shark, please! I'll die up here. There'll be no oxygen in your moon jail. What do I care? You choose the life of plundering and looting while dressed like a whimsical sea gypsy? You can suffer the consequences. You are dressed funny. That'd be enough, parrot. Come on, space shark. You're supposed to be some kind of hero. Heroes don't let people die, even pirates like me. Yar. Maybe I'm one of those dark heroes like Christian Bale's Batman. I've always preferred Clooney's Batman. Nobody prefers Clooney's Batman. Yar. Whose side be you on, parrot? Sorry. Maybe you're right. I'd like to kill you, but I just don't know how this whole hero thing is supposed to work. This is my first time with a real villain to fight. You need to read about the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell talks about it in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Oh, oh, great. I'll just get that from audiblepodcast.com slash readitandweep, where I can get a free audiobook just for signing up, and I can help my favorite podcast. Uh, Space Shark, I I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, audiblepodcast.com slash readitandweep doesn't have The Hero with a Thousand Faces. They don't? What do I do? You should just buy the physical book. The old-fashioned way, from read-weep.com slash Amazon. But, uh, but, but my Audible... Don't worry, Space Shark. Amazon owns Audible. So either way, it's the same people benefiting. But what about supporting my favorite podcast, Read It and Weep? By Blackbeard's Mane! That's the best part. When you buy stuff from read-weep.com slash Amazon, a percentage of your purchase goes to Read It and Weep. Just set your Amazon bookmark to read-weep.com slash Amazon so you don't forget. It's what a hero would do, or Then I'll do it. And 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 what, what would a hero do about his arch nemesis after catching him? He wouldn't kill him? Uh, because there wouldn't be sequels? So I should just let you go? You haven't seen the last of me by my claws. Pirate lion cries himself to sleep because he misses his mommy. Yar! Shing! <laughs> Oops, I'm still so clumsy with this hook paw. I go to read-weep.com slash Amazon or audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. It doesn't matter. They're all the same corporate entity. I still need some new shoes. I think I'll go to Zappos. 
Same company. Maybe I'll just retire to Seattle. They own that too. Uh, all right, so for the next thing I want to do, uh, I, I think it's time to do another award ceremony. So I would like us to, to do the official award ceremony of the Percy Jackson movie, The Jackies. Ah, if you look at that, Ezra's wearing on the red carpet, he's wearing his nice white t-shirt with sassy Friday-related slogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Friday relates. What are you wearing? A um, uh, meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in any order, you guys, what's something? What's an award you would like to give uh, for greatness in the Percy Jackson movie? And I'm going to start this out by asking you guys a question for nominees. So the first category okay. I want to start with, and after this, you guys can name your own categories. But the first thing I want to know sure. is the award for best monster. Who are you going to give the award to best monster for? Uh, is it going to be the giant hedgehog scorpion? Is it going to be the steep steampunk bull with deep sea drill attachment? Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of good options. Is it tempting? Yeah. Is it going to or be the giant anus that swallows them for a little while? <laughs> Spiky anus. <laughs> How about just those smashy stashies? Yes, a smashy stash. The uh, the monster yeah, inside the, inside the monster. of the spiky anus. <laughs> uh, it's a two part. I'm gonna vote. Yeah, I'm going to vote the bull because it was the most ineffectual compared to how shiny it looked, which means we got to see it for a while. And it not only had a flamethrower, but a deep sea drill and also horns that managed to miss everything it tried to hit. I, I love the thing about the bull is that despite someone obviously having like programmed this bull, yes. it still like had the same reaction to red. Yep. Yeah, it didn't right. take that out when they were building it. Uh, although <laughs> Percy weakness, Jackson, but... being uh, having a wicked case of the stupids, doesn't try to get out of the way. He just waves the wet flag and then gets hit by the bull, which is not how yeah. you do bullfighting. <laughs> he woefully misunderstands yes. bullfighting. Step one, check. Step two, fuck. He's like, you just you just show him the flag, right? And then he surrenders. Oh no! <laughs> so, but also the bull's horns were able, in its magic steampunkness, to turn into uh, they like they had spikes on they the aerated the grass or something. Yeah, it tilled. They tilled. That was yeah. very, for soiling. Very effective. Guys, that's how the mechanical bull hunts for his food. <laughs> how do you feel about unleashing the um, the mechanical bull on the spiky anus? Like, <laughs> match up. Oh, that'd be a weird digestion process. <laughs> well, because the way they get out of the spiky anus is they just cannon the way through the sidewall and then leave. Yeah. So presumably yeah. the bull would do the same thing. He would just leave through the side door. Oh no, he like gets stuck though, right? He just like he would. He's, wedge. he's not super effective. <laughs> if uh, it was red, I really liked the giant hedgehog scorpion because he basically he was there on the boat, which is an odd place for him, and then he just sort of like hangs out on the boat calmly. Then he's in the fight, and then he leaves for a while, and then he just sneaks back in long enough to scorpion somebody. <laughs> And then die. Like, he's just not in the movie he much. He has a quota. He has a quota. That he has to <laughs> yeah. He's not a super effective monster. I don't yeah. know. Um, all right. We want to vote? Yeah. So, what, so is there anybody we're missing? Who else would you like to include there? Oh, well, you could also do, uh, like, Mosaic uh, Titan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kronos, who, like, breaks apart with every step. Oh, that was cool. 
It was cool, crumbly to- crumbly Kronos. Can I just say also? They call them crumbly calves. Good old, good old crumbly calves. Good old wilty knees. <laughs> okay, so vote. I think I'm gonna go with Chris. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the steampunk ball. Yay! I vote spiky anus. Nick, where do yeah, you? you would second place. Um, okay, well here's here's my Jackie that I want you guys to weigh in on is so this being a movie. An adaptation of a book. They made a lot of shortcuts in the plot. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I see what which you did is there. your favorite? What 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 is your favorite plot shortcut? Favorite thing that they skipped, or favorite new way of going about something? If those are different, either. Okay. Um. Well, I say, skipped. I think one of my favorite plot things they did differently was they just had the bad guy show up in the first scene and say, "I am the bad guy." That's, that's, that's what mine was. Yeah. Because half the book is just Percy Jackson wondering who the fuck the bad guy yeah. is. But when the bad guy shows up after the bow and goes, Hi, Percy. I'm Luke. Here's my I'm evil your bad plan. guy this evening. <laughs> Here's the poison that I used on the tree. I'm going to teleport away. Try and stop me. Uh, yeah. And it saves that part where he, he would go, like, Oh, I, I wonder who poisoned the tree. And uh, yeah. he just knows. And also, like, if he needs to order anything from a, a villain, he knows where to go. Yeah, that's right. I'll be taking care of you tonight. <laughs> Just flag down your villain. <laughs> Please tip your villains. He and he like drops the villain into the uh, into the giant's lair and then says, uh, "Check please," and then it's over. Yeah, check. This please. is kind of problematic though, right? Like they can teleport anywhere, mm-hmm. and then they're using boats. Still take a yacht to travel. That's not. That's because as we're sometimes I think that's style. Yeah, sometimes the journey is as important as <laughs> the destination. <laughs> not all who wander are lost. It's, if you've got a yacht that's big enough to have a brig in it, you are not going to just teleport everywhere. You've got a yacht, buddy. <laughs> I like By the, the way, upsell I also on the on the yacht that was like, well, we should buy the brig because we might need it. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. It was part know. of a package. It was like, well, if you want air conditioning and leather seats, it also yeah. comes with the brig. It comes with a free brig and with then AC. Luke was like, ah, better to have it and not, not need it. Because yeah. then, then we have it. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I love that there was a side bet that was totally, like, not, you don't see it made, but you see it solved, like, whether or not the boat had a brig when they get thrown in jail. They're like, I told you. Yeah. There was a brig. It was a discussion, was a and somebody won. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. The magic tape gun wasn't in the book, was it? No, 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 it had vitamins instead. No, and in fact, had they kept it beyond one use, they could have magic taped gun Kronos. Right? Yeah, they really yeah. could have solved. I really wanted to tape gun him. No, but his his foot would disappear and then it'd come back again. So no. All right, yes. old crumbly cow. Okay, well they could have tape gunned. They could have tape gunned the knockoff Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I want to tape it. Also, why didn't why didn't he just teleport to the the golden fleece and then teleport back away from it no no because the yacht nope. right you cared about the yacht things so that's why they didn't do yeah, it but why not just solve the problem first and then go back and yacht some just hang out and be <laughs> yachting without having any work maybe they over cannot you. teleport to indoor spaces uh so he, it's a shitty holiday though if he's thinking about work the whole time i mean just solve the problem bring chronos back unending terror and all over the earth and then go for a yacht <laughs> like like luke i'm a procrastinator so i i understand the issue uh-huh you know, it's like you just kind of you don't exactly know all the steps of bringing uh, Kronos back to life, and so you're like, oh, I'll just I'll put it off till tomorrow. I'll figure it out then. I'll Not think about ready. it while I'm on the yacht. It always helps me relax. Yeah, I'll put someone in the brig. Yeah, Percy, Percy, you should really join me. Come on, Percy, <laughs> don't don't yeah. leave my. Well, I just sort that of that guy sure month. was acting a lot. Yeah, come on. Hey, yeah. get off my <laughs> ceiling. 
Well, he's basically he's like a he's like a startup. He's like, hey, Percy, uh, we have some VC funding issues. We can use some help working out. Uh, it was not. What do you think? Join the cause? Yeah, I will give you seriously, Percy. Check this out. A billion shares of stock in the future evil world. That's in Luke Co. I can. <laughs> I will. Not gonna pay you, but a lot of stock. A lot yeah. of half bloods have this issue with the uh, with the gods. There are literally dozens of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a prototype yet, but we do have these sweet long sleeve t shirts that we all wear. We have a Facebook page. <laughs> we have a Facebook page. So we are pre revenue. Like us, pre revenue. We yeah. plan to have revenue eventually. Yeah, we have a very aggressive Twitter campaign. <laughs> uh, does it? Does anybody? Uh, does anybody want to nominate something for? Uh, Best surprising moment, best like unintentionally oh, comedic moment yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. movie. I got one. Yeah, Nathan Fillion's uh, Firefly reference. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Why well, I, uh, I didn't? So get it, he obviously. made reference to if if the if a television show was any good, it would be canceled. Oh after the yeah, first season. Yeah, yeah. After the first or yeah during the first. Yes, yeah, so he was like it was the best show ever. So of course it was canceled during the first season. Oh, good for yeah. him. Which yeah, right? uh, was a nice little dig because he's always still bitter about that. And then as I well he that should was be. <laughs> Uh, sure. I think one of my best uh, surprisingly funny moments was that the Golden Fleece played this great practical joke on Annabeth, where it was like, <laughs> just gonna I'm let you, you die, die and then she bring you back. She just got scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> she gets surprised. Like scorpion the happened. This, this, this scorpion thing happened because of too much hugging also. I feel like oh, it, it might have. Like a, wasn't it was attention. like, guys, we did it. Let's revel in the moment. Excessive and celebration then... penalty. Scorpion attack. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of this is the time for increased vigilance. <laughs> but like when they put the this fleece on uh, on Kronos, he's like almost instantly Kronos. And when they put it on the tree, it's almost instantly a, uh, alive again. And when they put it on <laughs> Annabeth, they're like she just dies anyway. <laughs> and then the fleece is like, I gotcha. All right, now I work. <laughs> you burn. Uh, yeah. It was a good. It was a good slow roll. Yeah. By the fleece. <laughs> Best dick move by fleece. Yeah. Dick moves by fleece. It wicks away. Um, I don't know. Death. Dick sweat. Yeah. <laughs> dick sweat. This is a different use of dick. I think. Yeah, do you have a problem with dick sweat? Yeah. Do you have any other? Uh, how, how about uh, a nominee for uh, for best thing? Uh, in the movie that like best realization of something in the movie that you had read about in the book. Uh. Tyson not being deaf and mentally disabled in this movie. Yeah, Tyson was, was a just, delight. He was he just had he just was like a homeschooled kid basically. Like he was unaware of the way that society worked mm-hmm. and super enthusiastic. Yeah. Super enthusiastic. Which for being Pumped a about feral everything. child, he was pretty educated. He was, yeah, actually. He spoke well. Yeah, he was, he, <laughs> Well, that's kind of racist to say well-spoken, right? Feral <laughs> children can speak perfectly well. It's not Sometimes they speak wolf, because that's what is their native Wait, language. The adjective well-spoken is not racist. Super that. racist. Uh, we didn't call him clean and articulate. <laughs> because he wasn't, he wasn't clean. No articulate. Uh, or um, particularly articulate. <laughs> he wasn't either of those. Actually, you know what I liked best realized? is I thought the sword fighting was great, because... It's a kids' movie, so the whole thing is a lot of sword fighting, but zero stabbings. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Or slashings, for yeah, that matter. Yeah, but no it one ever really gets hurt. Lock swords and then judo flip a guy onto his back. Yeah, harmlessly. yeah, or yeah, he'd, or he'd like he'd they'd, he'd swing at you. You'd, you'd stab towards him, miss, and then hit him with your hand. So he, and he's instantly knocked out without blood. 
It's some really great yeah. non-violent fighting. Although a bunch of kids did get thrown like seventy-five feet and land into brick walls, <laughs> yeah, and the- which I gotta think is probably worse than getting stabbed. I mean, theoretically, internal bleeding, but that's the beauty of PG fight scenes, is that it's well, all internal. Is you don't have to show organ damage. Yeah, I, but concussions are the silent killer, guys. That's they should true. get checked out. Oh, yeah, every one of them. There's so many concussions in this movie, or demi-concussions. <laughs> <laughs> Demi-concussions. Well, a hard-headed woman, a soft-hearted man, been in the cause of trouble ever since the world began. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the sense of what we All right, uh, let's do the second half of the compliment sandwich now, you guys. So the last thing, our last item of business, we're going to go in reverse order this time, which means, Nick, you'll be last, and I'm going to go first. So here's the final nice thing I'm ever going to say about Percy Jackson and the Sea Monsters. So as you me- as we mentioned a little bit earlier on, uh, there's somewhat of a racial element with the Cyclops, and through the course of the movie, they learned that it's not your physical appearance that matters, it's whether or not you take a bullet for me. And... <sighs> <laughs> that helped me to see that like the Cyclops is just misunderstood, and they thought he's a monster, but he's not. Uh, they accept the centaur, and that's the grossest creature imaginable, uh, so it must be because oh, he's great. Um, so maybe I think this whole movie deserves a final reframing. It really should be Percy Jackson in the sea of misunderstood mythical creatures. <laughs> Alex, Alex, what are you trying to say is you're okay with anyone as long as they save your life first. All you have to do is save me once. I'm not even just asking once. for multiples. Like, just take one bullet for me, and I will be okay with all of all. And not all creatures like you, just you, Alex. I don't know if if you live in a dangerous enough place to ever become unracist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have enough chances of death to have people save you this many times. I mean, it might get weird. Yeah, the, the incentives are wrong because I think it would eventually encourage people to try to shoot me so that other people can save my life. Because right now, like, there have been zero opportunities for people to take bullets for me. Um, Honestly, yeah. though, if you're racist enough mm-hmm. beforehand, people will just shoot you for the hell of it. And they'd be right. I would deserve that. <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm not racist. I am interspecies joined at the belly-ist. I'm not racist. I'm just not in danger very often. <laughs> <laughs> just live a cushy life. Anyway, I think all the other monsters were misunderstood. Like, especially the spiky anus, where we don't know... Like, she was just being in the middle of the ocean. They swam up, fell inside, and she she was, although she was feeding like a baleen whale, even though she had uh, big teeth, uh, which is not very reasonable, but still, like, she did not attack them. They swam no. into her gullet. Yeah. She's not I a just, monster. Like, maybe, like, there's a cutaway afterwards. She's like, well, another hungry night for spiky anus. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also the spiky anus after this, like, has to go get that hemorrhage sorted out uh gonna have some gut surgery on the hole yeah, they right? blew it's in like, the side of it right <laughs> well another hospital visit for spiky it's anus spiky anus got another hernia we gotta get it got take that in uh i see i feel bad for them they're all misunderstood even even scorpion hedgehog might have just been a very like might have been a, a hurting scorpion hedgehog and so he was just he nipped you know but he, he, he tried to tried to hug with the, with the scorpion tail yeah exactly right like it's like if you shake hands with the hook hand like it's not your fault you just have that built into your hug part well that's why he waited well, to although the end. you should be considerate and just give the courtesy of a lefty shake if that's the case <laughs> right eventually yeah and so he should learn to hug with his paws and not his scorpion tail. Well, yes. th- well, what I'm saying is maybe he waited to the end. That's why he came in. He's like, oh, hey, guys, you you killed him. You Let killed him. Up. Yeah, oh, no. five. It's happening to me again. Let's play. Oh, shit, no. Oh. oh. 
I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, continuing backwards, Ezra, what is your minor compliment? Okay, so I guess it's kind of a two-parter. First, um, at one point with the uh, there's like the MacGuffin thermos mm-hmm. that uh, Tyson sure. drops. MacGuffin brand the- thermos. MacGuffin brand thermos. <laughs> Use only once. It keeps your um, magic fresh longer. So, so yeah. So Wouldn't that I, just I create a lot of bubbles in the water after he drops it, though. Oh, it should have. Oh, right? that's interesting. It, it, it basically turned into a torpedo. <laughs> that is going to destroy. It's going to pop some spikiness somewhere. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so Tyson drops it off the side of the boat. Uh-huh. It falls into it, maybe kills another spiky anus monster. It might hit a submarine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but Annabeth says afterwards, I wouldn't have trusted him with a normal thermos, which is one, pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and two, kind of right, because those things are like fucking magical. Like they keep things really hot. They do, or very, or they're, fairly cold. They're way too powerful for this world. I don't think, yeah. And also, what's a guy with monocular vision going to handle with insulation like that what's he i mean that's super dangerous yeah well he is fireproof <laughs> so he's not going to care that his thermos is too hot i guess yeah that's right oh he's already a little what hyper can you, what can you trust him with like what do you trust tyson with really well that's that's an interesting mm, thing in the book he had some s- jangly cans that are also in his backpack uh, i did read it yes oh my god thank you for mentioning this <laughs> Backpack is just on the way to the recycling center, just empty cans. Yeah, he, he just married. That's what his backpack he says. Is. <laughs> That's the amount of noise he has. And at no point when they're sneaking around and he's making noise, do they say, "Let's just take the noisemakers out of your backpack." <laughs> let's let's insulate that backpack a little bit. Why don't so you can't you can't you can't work with insulation because he only has one eye. Oh right, you can't trust him. That's true. <laughs> Why was he carrying the recycling the whole way? They never talk about that. You know, pack in, pack out. <laughs> yeah. Leave no trace. All right, Chris, what's your minor compliment? My minor compliment is that in this movie, uh, just like the book, there is a delightful lack of romantic subplots. And this was something that it's, I was talking about with my girlfriend who uh, saw the movie with me. It's sort of like the but, swords and no stabbing. It's like we're going to have hot people near each other and no sex. Yeah, but you want to know why? You want to know why that's true? Because secretly, they're all related. <laughs> That's why is oh, everybody yeah. at this camp all first is a half sister or like or like a half cousin or something like that. Yeah. And that's why there's like Annabeth, pretty girl, but nobody makes a pass at her. Right. Or like right. Uh, Clarice, pretty girl, nobody makes a pass because except, it's your cousin. Except the satyr, and she is not gonna have sex with him because he's got goat penis. That's right. Why are you always down on goat penis, Alex? <laughs> I don't understand. Why are you up on goat penis? <laughs> yeah, I think you're I'm the neutral one. on it. <laughs> It's fine for goats. I just don't think Annabeth wants any. <laughs> Goat penis. It's fine for goats. <laughs> That's a thermos. If I've ever heard one. It's a good thermos. Uh, all right, Nick. Little Nick, it is your your turn. What is your last nice thing you want to say about this movie? Logan Lehman. That's the, the main character. Uh, okay. I, I am, I'm going to compliment the director on raising an actor that Rob Lowe can future harvest and put his brain into. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did look like young Rob Lowe, didn't he? Look he looked exactly like young Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe deserves organs more than this kid. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, ergo. Well, less organs, more body. Full transplant. And that's yeah, my yeah. compliment to this movie. <laughs> they finally, they found a Rob Lowe harvesting organs <laughs> vessel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. 
I never think, you know, when I see doppelgangers, I never, it never occurs to me that one of them is an organ farmer for the more famous one. <laughs> that's a good thought. Whoever gets more famous gets to keep yeah, the organ. Oh, keep God. <laughs> yeah, because if that's Rob Lowe, then the Luke guy is, is for Kevin Bacon. He's Kevin Bacon's kidney right there. Yeah. Backup Kevin Bacon kidney. Guys, I got something for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. It's a picture of a goat, and it says goat penis. <laughs> it's fine for goats. I should have guessed. I mean, I don't think Reddit is going to approve this. <laughs> but that's a pretty great goat picture for that. That goat looks like it really likes goat penis. <laughs> this will be in the show notes, you guys. Just go to readnetsweep.com right now and click on the episode uh, in the right-hand side and uh, check out our goat penis image. Thanks to Ezra and quickmeme.com for that. Thanks, quick meme. I'm gonna go ahead and click. I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and rate as meh. What? <laughs> Favorite. That is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week is our wedding special. So I just got married, and a couple weeks ago, before the wedding, um, the three of us and, and a special guest recorded an episode about three classic cheesy wedding movies, Bride Wars, mm-hmm. My Best Friend's Wedding, and 27 Dresses. Yeah, got them all. That episode will be coming out uh, next week, and it's I think it's a good one. I think you will enjoy it. Um, also, mostly I say this, and we do the whole episode just to force you to feel like you need to go to the Facebook page and congratulate me. Because <laughs> not enough of you have done that so far. And so it's really important. And that's why I like to tell everybody so that they can... Which, you haven't said anything yet. Oh, uh, thank thank you. No, no, congrats. Con- con- congrats. Oh. Yeah, uh, man, you're welcome. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep practicing. Anyway, uh, so check that out. Uh, and also, uh, send us any feedback you have. Uh, Facebook page is great. Facebook.com slash read and weep. Oh, hey, actually, let's talk about this. So right now, we are in a... Desperate, desperate hunt for 2,000 fans. We're trying to get to 2,000. We want it really bad. If you go to readdestro.com right now, at the top it shows you our current count and how close we are, how many we need to get to 2,000. And here's the deal, you guys. If we get to 2,000 by the end of this calendar year, we will do a live show somewhere of the fans' choice. I'm going to say that what we will go wherever you wherever you guys vote for, the, biggest, the best place, the most on the Facebook page, wherever we get the most people... We will go to a live show in that city. So go to facebook.com slash right now and try to help us get to 2,000 before the end of the year. That's right. If you've made it this far, you're definitely a fan. Yeah. And we need your support. And if you, ha- Tell if, your if you haven't found us on Facebook yet, definitely do it. And if you have, find somebody else because we need to get there. And then you can try to bring us to your city. So do it. Facebook.com slash read Thanks, guys. Uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Hey, of course. Yeah. And at Nick Baird. Oh, thank you. And B- congratulations. Hey, you found it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, B-E-A-I-R-D. Yes. Uh, that's great. You could also you could also say congratulations to me at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, anyway, that's great. What, do you have anything on the web you want to plug? Do you have something that you've done or just your favorite thing on the internet right now? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be in a, a web series called Jessica Forever. Uh-huh. I'll be Ooh. a guy in that. Hmm. When so, does that come out? Uh, that, that's going to be coming out in the next month. And where do we find it? 
Uh, you're going to find it on uh, Facebook. You can type in Jessica Forever. Jessica Forever. Does that exist right now? Can people go look for yeah, the Facebook? Yeah, the, the, the there's a episode, teaser, I think. Yeah, the go teaser to, comes out. Good. We'll go to Facebook, look for Jessica Forever, and you can find the teaser. And Nick Baird is in that. Thanks for being here, buddy. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye next week. Yeah, dude. Goodbye. Uh, and I get another squeak from you. Gar! Like you're dying. Maybe, maybe like try a short one, just like a a, a short short like squawk. <laughs> yeah. Gar. We now have the entire parrot soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Time to make some crank calls, guys. <laughs>